Hello, my friends. This is Andy coming live from Brea, California. And uh, I wanted to come on and give you a little bit of an update about what's going on with the Andy Falco show. Um, I recall seeing a message. I don't know who sent it. <laughs> he kind of went through my phone and I never never saw who sent it, but it said, hey, I missed the Andy Falco show. And um, I want to make sure that you understand that it's not going away. Um, it's um, It has been a little bit of a... Um, um, I overuse this word, so I'm trying to think of something else. It's been an incredibly um, awesome few weeks, if not a couple months, where uh, an, an incredible amount of, uh, of of goodness mixed in with some challenging, <laughs> challenging times over the last couple months. Hedia, Maramati, Falco, and I, you know, we got married not too long ago. Uh, we began to do the devotional together. Uh, and then we be, we got, we became committed to doing it every day. We missed one day in the entire time we've been doing it together. And um, it has led to a whole bunch of stuff. I'll get into that in just a few minutes. But I, I wanted to come on and just uh, talk about the show, talk about what's happening around in our country just a little bit and kind of give you an update uh, as to uh, a couple shows. I was going to come on yesterday on Memorial Day, and I thought, you know, I, I even had trouble posting a couple controversial uh, uh, posts on my personal page because I did want it just to be about the uh, men and women who gave their lives in the defense of our country. Uh, but I couldn't help myself. There were a couple things that I needed to get off my chest yesterday. And I really even thought I got it. I wanted to do a show so bad on a couple things that are kind of eating at me too, which I'm going to do this week. That's one of the things I'm going to tell you. Uh, I got a couple shows uh, talking about uh, some of the things that have really been, um, really been, I don't know, just on a daily basis, and it grows every day. Like the longer I wait, the more angry I get, and more, um, more I see the lunacy of the Democrats in our country that they truly have, in fact, lost their minds. As a matter of fact, a study just came out that says the Democrats have medical, uh, have mental illness, uh, medical grade mental illness, and it is fifty percent higher. I think is what I uh, read. I'm going to play a little video from. Uh, uh, a show uh, that, um, uh, oh my gosh, his name is escaping me right now. Uh, Dave, Dave, what's his name? <laughs> oh, shoot. And I, I should probably give him credit. Uh, uh, Ruben, um, his show uh, where he uh, cites the study that says that uh, Democrat women in particular are losing their minds. They have medical grade mental illness. And again, it only makes sense. I mean, if you've ever been around a, a, a female Democrat, you know that they're a little loonier than the rest and uh, they've lost their mind. Um, and you, you, you can see that they have to be crazy if they vote for a guy that has dementia, right? Most women, uh, I think, are, are pretty attuned to um, what's going on with other people. Like they got the sixth sense about people. And you, you, you knew that they saw that, that Joe had dementia. They, you knew that they saw that he isn't a nice guy, right? Everybody says he's a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. No, nobody's ever claimed that he was ever a nice guy that I know of that even knows him or came close to him. Secret Service guys that I, uh, you know, that we hear talk about, you know, working with him, they always, he's not a nice guy. Uh, I don't know who's saying that. We knew that he was a criminal, that he, that he ran a, a, a criminal family. The Biden family uh, has a criminal interest all over throughout the world. They've been using his status as vice president and senator for years um, to uh, line their pockets with cash uh, from China and the Ukraine and Russia and I'm sure other countries. I think um, one of them is in uh, Puerto Rico, I believe, uh, getting contracts from a place that uh, Joe Biden was in charge of when he was either a senator or vice president. Uh, I mean, we could go on, right? We know he's not a nice guy. We know that he's a criminal and all that stuff. 
stuff was coming out and social media uh, blocked it so that nobody can see it. So I, I have a discussion uh, that I want to have about, um, you know, you could, it, it, I mean, I'm having trouble titling it. I have about four titles in my head, but you need to look at that. Let's just say, and, I, and I'm trying not to say this because I know as soon as I say it, it's going to get kicked off of YouTube. I've had a couple of videos already removed from YouTube because of certain words that I use. But uh, let's say, let's say that there wasn't any shenanigans in the 2020 election. Let's just say that I'll say everything was perfectly run. Um, and so you take that out of the equation. What they did leading up to the election, the Democrats and the and the uh, liberal media did so many things to get it in the way of the election that it is equally as wrong as a corrupt election. Hope that's making sense. Um, again, I'm using words that I know for sure is going to get us cut off, but um, I'm just telling you that it, it let's just say, and, that, and I have my own opinions, which are not saying that it is, there wasn't shenanigans. <laughs> It's so hard to be cryptic to try not to get pulled off of uh, of the social medias and to get banned. Because the last time I said something uh, in regard to the election, I was suspended for two weeks. So I think every time you get suspended, it's for a little bit longer. So I'm trying not to get suspended for a very long period of time. In the end, who really cares? Right. Who really cares? But I'd rather not um, because I want to at least get the show back up and running. Um, but. Again, we could say, I mean, it, it is possible that, it, you know, that there was no shenanigans. <laughs> it is possible. But in spite of that, let's say that that didn't happen, that they did enough throughout the four years, actually five years uh, of his presidency, five years being that he was, uh, you know, running for office. He then had, uh, you know, was the nominee for the Republican Party, and then he ended up getting elected. So we can even go into the the year that he was running, that all that already started, right? They already started to say he was a Russian spy, that he uh, had women peeing on him, uh, then they had video of it, and then there was some nude pictures and some other stuff, all the stuff that ended up being untrue, right? So for five years, they worked on the 2020 election, and so... And and in spite of that, he got more votes than any other Republican uh, president uh, uh, in a, in, a, in the, their second, um, you know, potential second um, uh, uh, run at being a president. That um, he blew them away, right, with with the amount of people that voted for him, including blacks and Mexicans, and so uh, Hispanics. I'm sorry, um, and so. I want to talk about that. I want to go into greater detail about that. So there's a lot going on. Um, why has it been a while? It's just it, it can get overbearing when you're doing a show every day during the day. And I know it doesn't seem like it's, it takes a lot to do an hour show or 30 minute show or hour show uh, on a devotional that I do with Hedia. But there is the time to create the thumbnails to get everything going on. It also goes into a podcast. Uh, it's the, the the energy that kind of goes into the process of doing everything. Uh, and then then following up with another show that takes I I really do my best. Now, it may not seem like it sometimes, but I do my best to um uh, have my ducks in a row so that I can at least so I can avoid at least being called a liar by people that actually know what they're talking about. Uh, I don't mind getting called a liar by Democrats. I don't mind getting called a hypocrite by Democrats. I don't mind being called any name by Democrat. As a matter of fact, I actually enjoy it. It actually makes my day. Uh, it actually is one of the things I try to make happen. Uh, and, and because what I'm trying to do is expose 
Democrats for what they are. They're lying, uh, unknowing. They're not willing to be uh, to listen to the truth. They're not willing to listen to facts. They're not li- willing to listen to science. And so what I try to do my very best is in a way that I kind of sh- shape a comment or shape a, um, a posting that causes some of them to come out from the darkness. Uh, and I get asked all the time, why don't you delete these people off of your off of your uh, social media. And no, that is that is one thing I don't want to do is because I want to remind all of you, not not Amy and Karen and Priscilla and Carol who are on right now, all of you, you guys don't need any prompting. You guys uh, will not uh, be silent from what I've seen, from what you're posting and what you're doing and where you're going to rallies and all that kind of stuff. But there's other people that follow me on Facebook that are a little bit in the background. And I want them to see what's out there. If I deleted... All the uh, people, the only people that have left my uh, following as a friend or on my social media are the people that can't take it and they and they run away. Uh, they can't take my post. They can't they can't stand the truth. They are that, you know, they're like cockroaches. When you turn on the light of facts, the light of science, they run and hide because they don't want to hear it. They la 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 la. I don't want to hear it. Um, but the ones that just simply ignore it and then keep repeating the lies. Those are the ones I want to keep on my social media. I encourage them through my post to actually comment and say stuff that will expose them as the people that uh, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to um, understand, um, you know, uh, what America is all about. They don't want to understand our history. They don't want to understand the good and the bad of our history and accept it as being this is who we are. And we're not system. They don't want to understand that we're not systemically racist. They don't want to understand that we are uh, generally, uh, for the most part, one of the greatest countries on the planet overall. When you look at all the the things that our co- our country produces, um, the the things that we lead in, and so many areas and that kind of stuff, we're we're again we're far from perfect because why? Because there's people in our country. It's like a church. A church is not perfect. Why? Because there's people in the church. Uh, and so it's never going to be perfect. We are going to have on occasion an officer that does something wrong. On occasion, we have a doctor that does something wrong. On occasion, we're going to have an attorney's. Well, more than like one occasion, we're going to have several attorneys who are just nasty, horrible people. Uh, um, and then on occasion, we're going to have a president that's a dumbass, uh, a dementia-filled uh, piece of crap which we currently have right now. So on occasion, we will have those. Um, But uh, in the end, I think the country will uh, hopefully uh, recover. Uh, This was going to be a tough one to recover from. All right. So um, that kind of trailed off away from my my point. But my point is... To make sure that when I do a show that I have my 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 facts in a row, my science, my my uh, my, you know, my um, uh, the truth uh, for the most part in intact, um, it it takes a little bit extra work to do those shows. And I want to make sure that when I go live that I have everything in in a row. On occasion, I have gone off just because I've been pissed and gone on. And I and I I don't regret it. It's just that I I sometimes get off and go, man, I wish I would have had a more would have more stuff. Uh, to prove my point or more stuff in line to um, uh, to have a stronger uh, foundation of what it is I was talking about. So on occasion, and you guys probably know what shows those are on occasion, I come on just angry and I have to come on and I just want to just get it off my chest. Those are the ones where sometimes I get off and feel like, man, I wish I just would have had a few more things to share with the people. All right. So the, the next thing I want to talk about is what's the future of the Andy Falco show? I'm not sure that the name is going to be the same. Uh, it, it may be, but I do definitely want to add uh, Hedia adds so much to the show. And I hope you all agree. Um, uh, I, I know that you don't watch just generally uh, for me. However, I, I, I think for me, um, 
Heaven Hetty on the Andy Falco show as I do on the devotional show is that her history in the FBI uh, as a counterterrorism, uh, working uh, for presidents, being in the room with them when they, she has discussions, um, working uh, with General Flynn and, and being one of his uh, lead advisors uh, to uh, you know all the men and women that she did work with the FBI and the military and working overseas. I think there's many things that she adds and adds a great perspective uh, to the show. And sometimes we'll be able to uh, talk about things that I would never be able to talk about. So I think together with my local law enforcement background and what we've been doing here in, um, in, in you know, uh, Orange County, California, um, I think together uh, it makes us stronger. So it's hard to call something to Andy Falco's show when there's two people on it on a regular basis. So I, I'm not quite sure where that's going to go, uh, but we may end up um, uh, changing the name. I'm not sure. Um, but, but uh, I, I do want to, to make you aware of that. That way, if something comes up and you, you're kind of confused as to what's happening, that that may be uh, what's what's happening is that we've decided to just simply put a different name on the broadcast. So it's called something else. Then you'll see a different, uh, you know, uh, you know, social media page and other things that come up again. Nothing's been decided yet. I'm just telling you uh, where it is that we are going. Um, thank you, Amy. Uh, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, you never know, right? I, and I and I felt fairly confident, um, but uh, you know, yeah, you know. And I, I see what's his name Spicer uh, on. Um, this happens every time. Hold on one second, <laughs> son. It's the last one. Yes. Give me that box. I none. Give me that box. I just bought this box. How many is in here of ice cream yesterday? Well, there's only eight. I thought there was more, but eight frozen drumsticks yesterday. And <laughs> I didn't have any. I didn't even notice those. Is that the only one that you had? I am so sorry, son. Go put this in the green trash can outside. This is the only one I have. All right. Well, you can have it. Phew. Sorry. That was a, that was a, that was that was important. That was an, an urgent uh, uh, interruption I needed to take care of. Last um Less snow cone, or not snow cone, what do you call that? Uh, whatever the, um, cone, ice cream cone. <laughs> snow cone. <laughs> uh, Carol Texie says, oh no, a name change I think you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, let's like, take a look really quick. Hey, Danielle, nice to see you. Uh, you could be the Falco Follies. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a nice try though. I appreciate the help on that. Uh, it's hot outside. Give him ice cream. I know it is a little hot outside. It is a little bit warm. Uh, we have a pool. I can jump in the pool. Um, uh, like I said, Carol's on. I think we already said that. We got Priscilla uh, saying hi to Amy. Uh, Karen Foster's on doing a great job here and on uh, locally here in the Yorba Linda area, making sure everybody's aware of what's happening in our city in regard to masking and vaccines and um, uh, mandates and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Karen Foster doing a great job. Um, and I don't think I missed anybody. I think I got everybody. If I missed your name, I'm so sorry. Did I say Amy? I think I did say Amy. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. Um, Orange County Rebels. Yes. Yeah, we're still here. We're still sticking it out, Carol. I know that everybody's been saying, you guys got to leave California. Uh, I, we're we're kind of stuck here. There's not that. Uh, so uh, if I'm going to be stuck here, I'm going to fight. All right. So uh, we talked about... Um, What's what's been going on? So in in the devote, I'm just going to revisit now what's happening in the devotional. Um, just to kind of give you an, a little bit of a, an idea of why that has um, 
that has become a thing, apparently. Um, and so, as you know, if you don't watch this devotional, Hedy and I, uh, uh, my wife, we do a, a, a devotional. About a year ago, not even, not, not quite a year ago, it's been probably about 10 months. So 10 months ago, I started going, um, well, okay, let me, let me start all over again. About 11 months ago, I started going to a new church called Calvary Chapel Chino Hills in Chino Hills. Uh, Jack Hibbs is the pastor, and uh, it just it, it blew my mind what he was speaking about. He's a patriot. Uh, he talks about uh, things happening in politics uh, from uh, from the stage there at, at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. He uh, would, uh, you know, he during the Trump administration, he would fly to Washington D.C. to meet with people and and, and sometimes even meet uh, with um, uh, the administration and I believe even with uh, uh, President Trump. Uh, and so um, the things he talked about, he led the. Uh, the effort to oust uh, Governor uh, Communist Newsom uh, and led the effort for the recall. Uh, we've had something like 19,000 uh, signatures just from our church alone. Um, and it, it was just a, a great a great place for me to land in regard to my faith. It has led to a whole bunch of things. I, I can't even, I can't really probably hit all of them, but eventually what would end up happening is that I would get a devotional for, called Upmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers uh, from a friend of mine who was one of Jack's uh, bodyguards, Bruce Lynn. Uh, he, he and I met for lunch after we met at the church and he gave me this devotional. For whatever reason, I was moved to begin uh, reading this devotional on live uh, Facebook, on just my personal Facebook page. Eventually I would do it in, uh, on multiple pages on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch and just began to do this thing. I'm not sure why it happened, but I began to do it. Eventually, I would meet Hedia at the same church. Uh, we would, uh, you know, begin doing this devotional together on a daily basis. It went from probably three to four days a week to now being a seven day a week uh, a thing that we did during the day. Um, an interesting thing happened is that as Hedy and I uh, ended up getting married and decided that we were going to move here and live here in Orange County together. Um, one of the things she says, all right, I just want to make thing, want to make one thing very clear. And that is I, um, I just, I don't want to work anymore. She goes, I, I want to help you. I want to support you and do whatever it is I can for you and your show, the Andy Falco show and other stuff. And I, and I want, I just want to support you. Uh, I've helped, uh, with, uh, other people uh, getting on, on, on other platforms like Fox news and other places. So if that, that's something that I can do for you, that's what I want to do. And I just want to be a woman of leisure is what she likes to say. <laughs> and uh, as soon as that left her mouth, everything exploded for Hedia. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> she began to get a request for radio interviews, podcast interviews, a documentary, uh, books, and, um, uh, and it has been a little bit crazy. And so the shift uh, for what's been going on there, we even got, you know, um, uh, Pastor Jack even began sharing her uh, uh, her uh, articles on the Christian. Oh yeah, now and then she became a writer for the Christian Post. Has an article that she writes uh, bi monthly uh, for the Christian Post. I think I got that right. Every two weeks, um, and it's been it's been uh, uh, you know reported on in Breitbart and other other publications, <clears throat> and um, and so it simply has just exploded uh, in in regard to that. So here we are now. We're trying to navigate everything else. She moved, she sold one house and then she moved from the other house to or, uh, to Orange County, which took obviously effort. If you've ever moved, you know, it takes a little bit of effort. Uh, she's moving her daughter into the new school. My two of my kids are changing schools. One's going to junior high and the other one's going to high school. Uh, and so 
a lot's going on. That, so that's kind of what I was sharing. Um, and so there's that. One thing in regard to what's going on with me is that uh, most of you know that I have cancer. Uh, it's not, it's just prostate, prostate cancer. They say, if you're going to have cancer, you, you just have prostate cancer. That's the best one you could have. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, but I tried to pretend for a while that it was nothing that we're just going to monitor it and hope that it went away. Well, of course, um, that's not what happened. It, it has been getting a little bit worse. Um, and so uh, we had to look into uh, treatments uh, for this cancer. And none of the treatments that I was getting suggested by Kaiser Permanente really um, uh, felt right. And uh, I'd had bad experience with Kaiser. I almost died twice just having the biopsy for the cancer. Uh, some of you heard the story. It's a, it's a long, drawn-out story. But I nearly bled to death two separate occasions, uh, two or three years apart, um, and nearly died. I nearly died in, in, at their hands uh, in the emergency rooms because of um, the incompetence of the people that were uh, supposed to be taking care of me. And so... Um, with that, in the options that I got from Kaiser, just just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't something that I, I and then when I was sharing it with um, uh, uh, Hedia, um, we were looking at some other options. And so um, I gotta tell you some pretty amazing things have happened. I, I can't share everything with you because I just wanna make sure uh, and not say too much too soon. Um, but um, there's uh, some things happen that have allowed me to make a decision to uh, do something different. And so I'll, I'll share more of that a little bit later on, but all of that really began to happen in the last week or two. And so um had to have some stuff done and, and I've been recording it. Uh, it. Eventually it'll be all out on video. I'm recording most of what's happening in regard to this uh, adventure with uh, prostate cancer and the options and the tests that I have to have run and some of the things that are happening. Um, it looks like it's going to take me out for a little while. Uh, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, but so I'm going to try to do my best to still be with you guys as much as possible. Uh, but um, just don't, uh, um, I don't know what's going to happen. And so that also has been kind of a thing that's just been a little bit more, cause a little bit of, of my focus to be on some other stuff. All right. So we have all that. So just kind of let you know where that's all been. Uh, some of you know about it. Maybe some of you hearing about it for the first time, but uh, that will be happening over the next month or two. Um, and so I still, oh, my kids aren't here, thankfully. I'm gonna, I am have not had a chance to even share with the kids uh, what's happening, but we're going to take time, talk to the kids, let them know what's happening. And, um, and so we'll be taking care of that. All right. So um, let's see what uh, somebody has to say. So yeah, Carol said Orange County Rebels. And then we have uh, Danielle saying the devotional is great. I highly recommend it. Thank you, Danielle. I do appreciate that so much. We did have one off show a couple of days ago. I just could not get it together with the devotional, what it was saying. It didn't make <laughs> it didn't make any sense. I was also dealing, and now I can be honest uh, a little bit, and Danielle, you were there watching it, and probably uh, Priscilla and maybe Amy uh, was watching it also, or watched the replay. Um, uh, that's also when I heard the news that I was going to move forward with this um, uh, this treatment and uh, some of the tests that I had to have run and I wasn't sure about them. And then something miraculous happened that allowed me to be able to have these tests that um, uh, wasn't really in the, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And then suddenly we got an email and said, Hey, uh, we're going to do this for you. What do you think? And it was a gift from God. And so something pretty amazing happened. All right. So uh, that, that was the, also the same day. So that may have had also had something to do with it. Um, Carol says, I met two LA uh, sheriff uh, jailers here yesterday at our American Legion. 
What a mess in LA. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I, when Hedy was living up in uh, Simi Valley, uh, on occasion, I have to drive through LA and it's the homelessness is seeping out onto the freeway, onto the shoulders of the freeway. And of course, the overpasses, they're just tents, right? You go, go under an overpass and you just see tents and you see motorhomes with no wheels on it and cars abandoned on it. It's just craziness. It's, it's really is craziness, right? The liberal central is right there and they, and, they, and they continue to vote for what's causing all this to happen. How could you walk out of your home or drive out of your mansion through LA to the movie studios and then vote Democrat? How can you do that? After having to drive through and weave around the people and the tents and the crap. And if you have to get out of your car and walk, you're having to step over human feces and smell urine. I've been to LA and you, it smells like urine. And that's not hyperbolic. That is not... That is not, I'm not making it up. Uh, Hedy, oh, Hedy is on. She shared a video with me as she was in Brentwood uh, yesterday, the day before yesterday, and she just held her phone up out the window and it's just homeless tents in Brentwood. If anybody knows <laughs> about Brentwood, it is not, the multi-million dollar homes are in Brentwood. I don't know if there's a house that's less than multi-million dollars. And it's, they're surrounded by homelessness. And it is uh, it is lunacy. It is crazy what is happening there in L.A. So, yes, Carol, it is a mess. Hey, Hedy, I'm so happy you're on. I sent you a text message asking, the, you know, how everything is going. Um, let's see. Um, things do explode just when you give up looking for a spouse. They, they appear prayers for you, your health. Thank you so much, Carol. I appreciate that. And Hedy, did I say I love you back? <laughs> I was just happy to see you on. I love you too. Uh, we'll keep you and your family in prayer. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. Um, Hedia has been an angel in this whole thing, just sent uh, to me from God. I, I At some point, I, I would love to share um, more. We share a lot on devotional. There's probably very few things you don't know about Hedy and I, <laughs> but there are a couple. There are a couple of things that I have not shared, um, but um, I can tell you that Hedia is the real deal and has uh, literally uh, saved my life. Uh, and um, I'm just so thankful. And so um, with all that, let's see, I, I mean, did I miss anything? So we have the show, we're deciding. So Hedy and I've been, I, uh, Hedy, if you, if you just came on, I've been talking about what it is we're gonna do with the Andy Falco show, what that's gonna look like. We may change the name, we may not, I don't know. Uh, you and I are, are talking through that and what it is that it's gonna look like. One of the things I do get concerned about slightly, not very much. <laughs> But a little bit, and I think this is also, I haven't shared this with Hedia either, why I've kind of backed off on the Andy Falco shows, because I can get pretty um, uh, loose with the language. That's a good way of saying it, right? I get a little loose with the language. It's because I'm so passionate and I care so much about this country. And I really do believe what I believe about Democrats, that they, they are the enemy of our country. Uh, we have Americans and then we have Democrats. They have lost their mind. They, they have, they're lunatics. Uh, they do nothing but lie. Uh, the media that's involved in all this has done nothing but lie and literally has caused the death of, of probably uh, hundreds of thousands of people uh, with their lies, uh, if not the injury of hundreds of thousands of people and deaths, if you add all of them up together. Um, because, uh, and this is one of the things I want to talk about on the show, when you 
denied that uh, that the, the the pandemic uh, you know started in Wuhan, right? That was one of the one of the main things. When you uh, when you hate police because President Trump loves law and order, so of course they have to hate the police and they have to defund the police. It's not because they truly think that police are systemically racist. I know that that they, that they there's some of them that do. There's no doubt there's some that do. But there's a many people that just hate the police because Donald Trump loves the police, right? We we've, we've seen that. That is not a lie. That is not made up. That is not. I, other people have, have said the same thing. Not just me, um, but they you know they hated hydroxychloroquine. Why? Because Donald Trump said it could be something that could help, and nobody wanted it to be helped. They didn't want people to get help. They didn't want people to get better. And because Donald Trump liked and and, and, and promoted hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, it became illegal, according in, in social media, to even say anything about hydroxychloroquine. Now, the fact that I'm saying it now, who knows what's going to happen? Um, you couldn't say anything again about um, Hunter Biden and the computer. Now everything's coming out that 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 is that is uh, his dad, uh, Dementia Joe, um, you know, clearly said that he didn't know anything about his son's dealings in the Ukraine, knew nothing, had never met with anybody. Now, you got pictures coming out that with the uh, um, the the uh, the leaders of this energy uh, company that his son worked for uh, criminals right now, there's pictures of Biden in a restaurant in Washington, D.C. together. There's there's Dementia Joe. There's Hunter. And the two, uh, the leaders of that company, I forget, oligarchs, is that what you call them? Um, and there's the four of them together. The two people that, that Dementia Joe denied being with. Then you have an email from one of those guys saying, thank you for introducing me to your dad. It was great having dinner together. And Dementia Joe's going, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do anything. And so if, if, if Donald Trump loved it, it had to be hated. If he loved it, it had to be hated, even if it was... Uh, hydroxychloroquine, even if it's police, even if it's the military, you know, when the military began to move in to kind of help things out in Portland and in Washington, where where they try to move in some of the, the National Guard. Of course, now the military are nothing but Nazis, right? Jackbooted terrorists coming into those states right? they, because they were uh, associated with President Trump. Now they also had to be hated. So the military had to be hated because Donald Trump loved the military. The police had to be hated because Donald Trump loved the law and order and the police. Um, if he likes, uh, you know, uh, the governor of, um, uh, of Florida, DeSantis, they, everybody's got to hate. Even the, the never Trumpers hate um, uh, the governor of, uh, of Florida, DeSantis. And so uh, I want to definitely have more of a, of a, of a show on, uh, on that. Um, sorry, I got all, I got all crazy. <laughs> No, I now got to go back to my point. So um, I never even got to it. All right. So when I so you see, I, I get on it and I can't get off it, but I, I actually held my tongue. I didn't say anything really bad, did I? I didn't say the F word or S word. Okay. So one of the things as Hedy has become more, um, uh, you know, has become uh, interviewed. Now, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, where her, uh, you know, She's showing up more in, in social media, on radio, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing pretty soon on television uh, in these other areas. I'm, I'm a little bit now kind of hesitant to go too, um, too crazy. 
too uh, outspoken uh, because the one thing I don't want to cause is, you know, she does, she's not really afraid of, 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 of speaking her mind and saying certain things, but I don't want to be the cause of some, uh, you know, some backlash she might get because maybe I, I did not do all the research that I should have done on something and said something wrong, or maybe said something so controversial that it gets her kicked off the Christian post. Like, do you see what I mean? And so there's been a little bit of this, that kind of this hesitancy um, to do something as she's beginning, her stars beginning to rise a little bit. And because what she's doing is way more important than what I'm doing. And in, in one sense, because what she's doing is for God and what I'm doing is for the country. Now, the country is important. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, God's kind of up here, right? And so I'm, I'm trying to weigh where that comes. Now, surely could be that, could I hold my tongue and maybe not say some things? Yes, but uh, it's, it's not that easy. And uh, I want to make sure that I get in the right mindset. I really put up some uh, parameters for my show and try to be a little bit more careful because, you know, um, uh, you know, it's, there's two of us in this now before when it was just me, I could care less. I, I would just say anything. Um, but now that I have somebody else who's really doing really good work, I mean, we've, we've had the good fortune of have a couple Muslims, you know, that Hedy is a former Muslim who's, um, uh, you know, born again, Christian. Um, we've had a couple Muslims on our show, except Jesus Christ is Lord and savior. There's nothing more important th th that I feel than that. Um, uh, we've had other people that have emailed us and say, you know what, I was kind of lost and wandering. And because of your show, um, it's brought me closer to God. Uh, because of your show, I now visit Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills and, ja and watch Jack Hibbs uh, every Sunday and every Wednesday. All of those emails and all those instances, uh, I think are so important. And I think it's one of the things our country definitely needs. So it, it may, it's more important in regard to God, but it's also it is equally as important for our country that more people find God uh, and and walk with God and understand his word is is um, something that needs to be followed, that the, the Bible is a living document uh, that uh, needs to be uh, adhered to and listened to and used as a, a manual to live your everyday life. If we can do that, that alone will save the country, right? Just not railing against Democrats. You know, it's fun and all. And uh, uh, it's kind of exciting to get some of the feedback that we get back. But the more important thing is this devotional seems to be making an impact on many people. And, uh, you, you know, if you know, you always you have the, there's this old adage, right? If we can impact, let's say that Hedy and I over the last uh, say together, we've been doing this for six months. I don't know how long we've been doing it. Maybe it's four months or so. But in the four months, let's just say that we've impacted 10 people that um, uh, have, you know, were either kind of lost and wandering or were Muslims who came to Christ, right? Who became born again because of something that they heard, uh, uh, God speak through us. Let's just say that happened. Let's say 10 people. Well, of course, um, you know, the old adage is that if you affect 10 people, they're going to affect possibly 10 people or two people each, right? Let's just say that they impact two people each. Maybe in, in the case of one 14-year-old uh, Muslim, he found Jesus Christ accepted as Lord and Savior, and then he got his dad. His dad came on. This is a true story. And so you could see that the 14-year-old now got his dad. Right. And so if, if each one of those people were able to do the same thing, you can see how this will multiply. It is it is the old story. It is something that really, I think, needs to be looked at as the more important subject matter. The Andy Falco show is is important for me to get things off my chest. <laughs> uh, but I do know that on occasion, people have I, I we were Hedy and I were at a restaurant the other day with the kids and somebody walked up and said, hey, I really appreciated your show. 
uh, that you did on, and it wasn't, he didn't say necessarily the schools, but just on our local politics. Uh, but he saw me in a restaurant, he walked up to the table and wanted to shake hands and say that he uh, really appreciated what I was doing with the show. So we, I do know that the people are seeing that and getting impacted. And I've also uh, at school board uh, meetings, people have come up and said, hey, I appreciate what you're talking about, what you're doing. And so there is positive from that too. But when you're weighing the two, impacting people for uh, the kingdom uh, is 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 pretty a pretty cool darn thing, right? And and the last thing I want to do is affect what's happening with Hedia uh, and her articles with the Christian Post and and being you know shared on Breitbart and by our pastor, and then we randomly get a text message from the pastor today. Jack Hibbs texted Hedia about us and our love, which was amazing. Like the the the, the dude is the pastor of tens of thousands of people. And he texted Hedia <laughs> and uh, said, hey, you know, here's a scripture for the both of you. And so it was pretty darn cool, right? And so you can see how that is so important, how I want to be careful about what it is I'm doing. I hope I didn't ramble on too long about that, but I just wanted to share. You guys have been so great, all of you that are watching. I'm so thankful that all of you are watching and have come on because I feel um, you guys have joined me and supported me and been a part of this for uh, such a long time that I, I owed it to you to kind of let you know what's been going on. Because I know Amy the other day said, yes, do a show. I had another email from somebody saying, I miss your Andy Falco show. And so I felt like I needed to come on and um, uh, let you kind of know what's going on that I haven't stopped um, necessarily. It's just, it's been a little delayed because of everything that's been going on. Um, and and not, I've not lost my passion. I've not lost my desire uh, of, of, of speaking out. Uh, of course, if you ever follow my, my personal page, you'll see that that's very true. <laughs> I've not stopped. Uh, and so it's so important to, uh, uh, to, for me to let you know, uh, what's happening. Uh, techly, tech, uh, Carol says, well, you haven't been banned yet. So keep going over 500,000 dead, uh, from yes, G Joe Biden. I, I can't even say his name. I don't know that I've ever called it, called him the, the P word. Um, now, the great president Trump, I'll call him the P word. He's the, he's the, he's the president. He's the president of the United States. Uh, but this other dimwit, there's no way that he's the president of the United States. All right, Daniel, uh, I saw a great meme recently. What's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth about six to 12 months. <laughs> that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Oh my gosh. That is so good. Uh, it's crazy. Even with endless incriminating evidence coming out on the, on the MSM, it's like people dimwits don't even care. Now it doesn't change anything. You could, yeah, I, I do this all the time, right? You've seen me do this and it's a, it's a kind of, it's not a trick really. It's just, it's a ploy to get them to expose themselves and I hit them with the truth, right? So you'll see, I'll put like with the blue background or the red background, it'll say something like, uh, I don't know. I, I just kind of make it, uh, I can't think of anything right now. So um, one thing I wanted to do with that video that I just posted, if you, I'll play it for you in just one second that says that uh, Democrats are, are, are uh, half as likely to be, uh, not half as likely, twice as likely to be men mentally ill. Uh, that's a study that came out. I was really going to do that in one of those blue backgrounds so that, you know, the typical person would come on and say, you're a liar. You're a hypocrite, lying ass, <laughs> MFR, right? All the things that they tell me. And then I was going to post the video. I got a little lazy. I just wanted to post the video. Um, but I, what I like doing is posting just a little blue background, black writing or white writing. Uh, and then it says something, right? Shocking. Uh, and then somebody says, oh, that's BS or, you know, show me the proof. And then poof, I send the proof. And sometimes I like to send like six pieces of proof if I can find them. Uh, and then they go, and then they, they climb up for a little while, but then they come back two weeks later and make the same stupid argument over and over again. 
All right. Um, so great meme. We need to. Uh, we need more wolves uh, versus sheep. Absolutely. Uh, protect the flock and jab. 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 Um, all right. So. I just want to make sure I didn't miss any of them. April, oh yeah, she already brought that one up. All right, I think I got them all. There, there was just a bunch suddenly came in and um, I didn't want to make sure and get them all. All right, so I want to share with you uh, just a couple things that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. Some of these things may change. And as, um, who was it that said it? Uh, Amy, Amy said, um, you know, it, it takes, oh no, that wasn't the right, but, but she, that's true also what she said, it, even with incriminating evidence coming out, uh, they still don't care. Uh, and then Danielle said uh, about six to 12 months is the difference between conspiracy theory and the truth. Both those things are true, right? And so that has been one of the things I've been really kind of focusing on. I've been taking notes about um, some of the things, of course, that are coming out about the Wuhan lab, about uh, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, but then if we go all the way back, when we look at Smollett, right, or we look at who's the, the NASCAR driver, I forget, Buddy, or uh, what's his name? He was a NASCAR driver who said there was a noose in his garage, and it turned out to be a knot, and it was like tiny. <laughs> it's like a little tiny, like little loop that you pull on to pull the garage door open. That's all it was, right? But somebody zoomed in on it and made it look like a gigantic noose um, that they had all of the FBI, right? They had, what it was, a 25 flown in black helicopters because of this little tiny noose uh, that was found in the garage. And it turned out to be nothing that every garage had one of those things, including especially the white uh, uh, NASCAR drivers. Uh, I, I want to go through and find all those things because every one of those things ticked away potentially at a vote for president trump and and this is really the trick of the of the uh, the dimwits and they're uh, you know i call them morons and and stupid and and idiots that's not, that's not to say that they are actually not smart right um i i tell people that they're morons and, and i know they're smart uh, but they're, they're 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 demonic and evil in what it is they do and they have no they they just don't care about uh, that the, they that people know that they're lying right but what they're able to do with those lies is they can affect like four or five people. And you keep these stories going, a new one and a new one and a new one. We knew this when we saw it happening, right? Us conservatives, oh, I wonder what's going to happen this week. Donald Trump has an uptick in the Dow Jones or Donald Trump has, uh, you know, uh, the um, the amount of uh, illegal immigrants has dropped or um, the um, – uh, jobless uh, 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 rate has gone down, right? Uh, and when th anytime something like that happens, some new news, he's got pictures of women peeing on him from Russia. Uh, he's got, <laughs> right? Whatever good happened, you knew that next thing was coming out. Some next lie that they're coming out. Oh, he says that the troops are, are a bunch of losers. Uh, and he said that to like five different people. And those five people go, I don't know what you're talking about. He never said that to me, right? In each one of these things. But what I'm looking at is looking, if, if you were to take and look at how many people were impacted by that, where they would change their mind about how they felt about President Trump, or that confirmed that they hated him and it made them hate him even more. It caused them to be deranged in their hatred because these things kept coming in, but they would never hear later on that they were false. They would never hear that later on that it was a completely made up story, but they, their hatred continued. And then they would tell, just like uh, God, right? <laughs> you tell two people and they would tell two people and pretty soon it became the truth. And so I, I'm trying to collect as many of those things as I can to really begin to look at, um, you know, let's just say that the, the, all the elections were run perfectly. Let's just say <laughs> that even with that, it was the history, the five years of all these, these stories, some of them really big, um, the impeachment. 
They knew they weren't going to impeach him. They knew. There was no, there was no thought on anybody's uh, mind, including Nancy Pelosi, that he would ever get impeached. But what they were trying to do is affect the people that were going to vote for him, right? To affect his legacy, to, to affect how people felt about him. That's what that was all about. They knew there was no possible way that he was ever going to get impeached. They're not that stupid, right? They're evil, and then they know what they're doing in the long run is going to impact the overall election when it came to 2020. They knew what was going to happen. And, and we also have to understand that it's going to affect Republican uh, senators and congressmen when they were going to run, but it had the opposite effect when it came to 2020. All right. Um, let's look at this really quick. The virus uh, started at Chapel Hill, uh, North County. It was unnatural, so moved overseas. Thanks, Dr. F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I heard that too. That's another great, uh, a, a great subject that we probably should talk about too. Uh, 500,000 dead from the jab. Wow, really? All right, I need to look more into that. Carol, send me some stuff. All right, so that's what's going on. Um, I was just only going to, what I was going to do is just share some of my Facebook page here. Oops, I got to take down the uh, banner and increase this a little bit. Let me change the background. Hold on. Yes, that's my Facebook page. Let me see if I can fix this. Let me pull this in just a little bit. Let's see if this helped. Did that help at all? Yeah, it did a little bit. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to play this video. Uh, this is the one I've been telling you about. And it is uh, this, um, the Rubin Report. These people are just ridiculous, and that's a perfect segue to the... There, sorry about that. Uh, let me make it a little bit bigger. And what I need to do is mute my mic. And... Third story, because this links to this new study that liberal women in particular are going completely bananas. Uh, we've got a quote here from EV Magazine. There was a new study, and this study which examined white liberals, moderates, and conservatives, both male and female, found that conservatives were far less likely to be diagnosed with mental health issues than those who identified as either liberal. So we've got this image up, and this is Pew Research, okay? These people are reputable as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what you're seeing all the way on the left there, the 56.3, that's the, the high blue bar, that's white liberal women. 56.3% of white liberal women have had a doctor or other healthcare provider told them that they have a mental health condition. Now you go to the right over there and the 27.3, see white conservatives. So this is white liberals, white moderates, and white conservatives. Only 27.3 of white conservatives have had this happen to them. And what's interesting, so basically in effect double. So basically double white women who are liberal are suffering from some sort of mental condition that conservatives are not. And I think you can directly link that to the previous story, that if you only read liberal media, you don't know what is true anymore, and you can take any position depending on what Trump said, or you find out three weeks later that every story that they tell you is a lie. You can't talk about uh, COVID leaking from a lab. Then you can. You're told Brett Kavanaugh is a racist. Then you're told he's not. Jesse Smollett was lynched, then he wasn't lynched. The Covington kids were evil white supremacists. Then it turns out that they weren't. Trump tried to pressure the attorney general in Georgia to flip the election results. Then it, that turns out to be false. 
these people are, are inundating themselves with nonsensical information that doesn't comport with the real world in front of them. And then they're starting to go crazy because then they find out real information, but they're so tied into a sort of political identity that they can't actually accept what's real. And by the way, I don't think, and I made this argument in my book, I don't think you can disconnect that from having something to do with belief. I, I, it's such a strange place for me to be arguing from, but I really do believe that, that conservatives, generally speaking, and not all conservatives are believers, obviously, but believing in something, it doesn't mean we all have to believe in the exact same God. It doesn't mean we all have to have the exact same traditions. But believing in something helps keep people sane in the storm. It keeps the ship afloat when you're in an endless wade of bullshit. And that's what we're in right now. So liberals are all kind of going nuts. The, and I mean that, and in this case, I mean that when I say liberals and not lefties, because there really aren't any liberals left, despite being the guy that wrote the book, Defending Liberalism, right? Um, they're all sort of going nuts because things are obviously far worse politically, and I would say culturally, now than under Trump. Like, that's just obvious. If you care about any sort of liberal principle, that's just deeply obvious. And yet people are now not saying anything, right? The, the liberals really are doing nothing in the face of this because they don't want to be called scary conservatives. And what I find consistently is that conservatives are open, they're decent, they're willing to talk, all that stuff that you all well know. Um, so it does not surprise me that over half of white liberal women, the women, these people who self-flagellate, right? These people who there was this incredible video that went around of some school Zoom thing where a white teacher tells people she will no longer te teach Spanish because she as a white woman shouldn't be teaching Spanish. It's, it's becoming a mental disorder. Wokeism is a mental disorder and it has infected a huge amount of people and if you are liberal, if you are a true liberal and you're watching this show, I hate to tell you, but you're a scary conservative. But they'll be nice. They're actually nice. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, right? Um, but uh, the study is, um, is showing that um, liberals are losing their mind. I call them Democrats. I don't. I again, uh, just to explain those. A of you new that, document oops. reveals the Chinese military. <laughs> Sorry, Liz, had to cut Liz off. Um, but um, uh, if you haven't watched the show before, uh, there are no longer any distinctions between liberals and left and Democrats and BLM and um, uh, Antifa. It, they're just they're all Democrats. They're, they're all the same because they all support one another. You, they never they never uh, call out or talk negatively about Antifa or uh, BLM or uh, AOC. They all support each other. They never let each other down. They're all together. They all vote together. They all vote on the same thing. They don't care. Right. you got Muslims voting for abortion you got <laughs> you got because they don't care there, there there's not no distinction between any of them anymore right it used to be well i'm not the demo i'm not a liberal i'm a democrat or whatever no if if you're a democrat you're voting for liberal policies um and the far left right you got uh, donald trump Donald Trump, you got to, oh my gosh, that was the worst thing I could ever said. Sorry, Donald. Um, uh, 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 the, the Dementia Joe, you know, who claims to be a moderate, obviously is not moderate. 
Um, and so again, we go, they're just all Democrats. I don't care. I don't, I don't like to, uh, you know, separate them any longer. Um, what's very interesting is lately, if you haven't heard, I haven't been able to find the video yet. Uh, but now a second person is leaving, uh, BLM because of, uh, the shenanigans. Now the first one, uh, Patrice, whatever her name is, uh, she left because they're all, you know, they're investigating her as how it is that she can run a nonprofit organization and buy a million dollars in homes. <laughs> how did that happen? How'd that work? Um, and, and yet none of the money went to anything else. I, I've learned today. Um, actually, I heard it before, but I just it was re, uh, 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 reminded that um, I forget which one of the people that were shot. It was, you know, one of the violent people that were shot that they claimed uh, was hunt, hunted down by police. But they were supposedly BLM was going to pay for their uh, the funeral at five thousand dollars. And they never and they raised money using their name. They told the family that they were going to give them money. They uh, interviewed them and used their story uh, to raise money, right? As a fundraiser, we're fu raising money for, let's just say Joe Schmo. So Joe Schmo gets shot. You know, he's a, a violent criminal got shot and they claimed he got murdered by the police. And they, Joe Schmo, you know, he was a, you know, altar boy and he was changing his life. And, uh, you know, he loved everybody and it was an amazing guy. Yet he was a gangbanger that carried a gun on a regular basis. But yeah, he was a nice guy. So they used that story and used him and the family and they raised money and his pictures uh, and the pictures of the family. And yet, gave nothing. BLM gave nothing <laughs> for the funeral. Gave nothing for the funeral. This is BLM. This is Black Lives Matter. Um, and that's not all. They, they, there's other stories. Many other families, as you've probably heard, has said that, yeah, they said that they were going to do stuff for us and give us uh, a lot. And they never gave us it. But she bought a million dollar home. So a second person who was seeing all this, a, a dude, apparently, he made a video talking about how he couldn't take it anymore. He goes, they, they kept saying they're going to do stuff and they never did it. Uh, in the in the beginning, I thought this was going to be some big movement and some big change. And yet they're just like any other Democrat. Right. It's not about the people. It's about them. The what's in it for them, not to what's in it for the uh, the people. Right. Black Lives Matter is supposed to be what's for the black community. They could care less about the black community. Right. They don't like families. They don't like men and women being married. They want that all that to go away. They want to abort as many black children as possible. They support that. Um, uh, and they they could care less about the black community. Um, and so the se second person has left because uh, he got in and realized, hey, I, I, whatever he's saying about BLM is, is right. Black lives don't matter to black lives matter. It's the craziest thing. It's kind of like calling Antifa Antifa. They're not anti-fascist. They're fascist. <laughs> but the Democrats love doing that, right? When they, I don't know what one of the last bills is called. I forgot, you know, put America first in prosperity. And it's nothing but taxing the people and not giving them crap. They're going to spend billions and trillions of dollars on China in, you know, I forget what it is. I think it's Afghanistan for sex changes. What else? And they're going to put money at the, you know, John F. Kennedy Arts Center. Billions of dollars going to these other things. But, you know, well, they're going to give $10 to to black communities. What? Wait a minute. I thought this was for the betterment of our country. They're They're not doing anything like that. All right. So this show is just supposed to be an update. Now I'm going on an hour. I don't know how that happens, uh, but uh, that's kind of what's going on. Um, just sharing you some uh, uh, ideas of what's going to be happening, uh, where we're going to be going with the show, uh, where I've been, uh, that I've not gone anywhere. I've not changed any of my views. I haven't gone rogue uh, away from the, the conservative party. Um, still, still in it. And so that's going to continue as um, I put together a show from, uh, 
Antifa is actually ISIS. Yes. You know, it's funny. I think um, it was one of the devotionals. Hetty and I were talking about that. It may, it may have been another Andy Falco show. I can't remember, but um, yeah, there's no difference between uh, Antifa and ISIS at all. And, and I would even go as far to say black lives matter is, 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 is just in that same boat with all of them. And uh, the Democrats love them. They love them. They love what they did for them in the election without Antifa and black lives matter destroying the country during uh, the, the leading up to the election for six months uh, leading up to the election um, without their help of, of destruction and burning down police stations, uh, allowing them to say that Donald Trump's um, uh, military's jackbooted Nazis coming into this cities that they should be allowed to ride and, and, and loot and, and burn down these cities and pull down statues without Antifa and BLM's help. Uh, uh, Dementia Joe uh, probably would not be uh, where he is. Uh, and especially not Kamala Harris because Kamala, uh, you know, put together a program to bail out all the people that were arrested during the riots that the, uh, President Trump uh, made sure got arrested. Uh, and you know that uh, uh, President Biden uh, wrote uh, or um, I don't know if it was a executive order. I'm not sure which one, but he uh, re uh, reversed the law of 10 years for tearing down a monument, a federal monument. And so now that no longer is a law. And I think he repealed it to the effect that anybody that was arrested under it will no longer serve any jail time. I believe that's happening. I don't know the full story on that. I just heard that before I came on. So, um, again, uh, they love it. They, they love the destruction of the country. Uh, they promote it. They bailed out people that were doing it, Kamala Harris and everybody else that, on the left that was doing it, the Democrats. Uh, and Joe Biden uh, is, uh, you know, happy to open the borders and uh, reverse the laws that were keeping people from tearing down statues and burning down our, our cities. But uh, no, they're, they're perfectly fine. Everything's okay. Don't worry about it. All right. That is it for me on this one. This was just supposed to be an update. I don't know how I got went so far <laughs> on this one, but it happens. All right, my friends, love you guys. And thank you for supporting me this entire time. Thanks for uh, coming on and, you know, checking with me to see what's going on. I appreciate it so much, uh, but stay tuned. Uh, we'll, I'll be coming back on and, and giving you more information about what's going on. And uh, I do appreciate the prayers and I would like to request the prayers uh, for both um, my healing of this, uh, this cancer, get it out of me. And, um, uh, for uh, Hedia and I as a couple, and Hedia is she's um, being requested to do a whole bunch of stuff that that that's uh, challenging because that again puts her out there. People are beginning to know who she is, um, and of course, she will be attacked uh, and is attacked uh, in the comments from the articles that she writes for the Christian Post. So please uh, uh, pray for um, her safety and um, uh, the attacks that are occurring to her because of her belief. All right, we love you guys. God bless. Take care. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.